It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Real or fake, y'all? Real or fake? Yes, the holiday debate of Christmas trees. Oh, boy. Now, are you team real or team fake? I'm team fake. Yep. I'm team fake. My, we, we have an artificial tree. That is fine. Yep. We put it together. Needles fall off. The half the trees doesn't light up. That's all right. We just string new lights. But yeah, that's wa- what I do too. Yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't want to do that this year. No. She no. Grew, she grew up in, with the real one. We had a real one before we had kids when we were married. Mm-hmm. And it requires so much effort. Yeah, they do. They yeah. require a lot of work that, hey, it looks like you do this for your kids. You do this for a tradition. You know, it's- The tradition was fine. <laughs> the artificial one, it's, it's a better shape. You can adjust the filling. You can move the needle. You just turn it around. If it's a real tree, you just turn that bare spot around in the corner. That's what I always do. Or hide it with more ornaments in that particular bear spot. So what do you guys do in your we, house? We are team real now. We used to be artificial. Um, now we are team real. We've decided, you know, just uh, probably about three or four years ago to make it a tradition to put the boys in the car and drive them, drive them around and, and pick up a real Christmas tree Oof. and then we go home and decorate it. But I mean, we usually wait until like December 12th, December 13th because we don't want the thing to die on us. <sighs> and plus we have animals, pets. And I really don't want those. The cat. The cat likes to get in the Christmas tree. Because here's the thing. You got to like, everybody's got a secret recipe where they put in the water. Yes. Like I've heard like Sprite. Sprite. I've heard birth control pills. I have heard that too. I wonder if that works. And then they say like aspirin. You're supposed to put that in there. I've heard all these concoctions that you can do to make your tree last longer all the way until the 4th of July. You got to make sure you get a fresh cut. Mm -hmm. You basically have to recut it after they cut it for you to make that fresh. Yeah, because you want it that way it soaks up the water then you got to make sure your dog doesn't lick the I know that's the special problem special water have. concoction you yeah. put together yeah that's that's the real problem in my house is the cat and the dog the dog one goes after the water in the so we have to build like this barrier around it. And there's sap and critters and I, I no thanks. I don't I don't Yes, want we it. had a baby bird in our See, tree. I don't want yes, that. Yes, we had that. Like three years ago, one of our first real Christmas trees, there was a baby, like a baby's nest in there. I don't even know how that I thought they I thought they have nests in the spring. Andy in the morning, hi. Are you uh, team real or fake? Go ahead. Team real. And I never have any problems with uh, pine needles falling and we always get ours. Uh, the first weekend of December. First weekend and- in December, yeah. All right. How, my, here's the thing. My my wife has a, this coming Saturday, she has scheduled an appointment that she booked apparently back in like October. Oh. For us to go out. Oh. Did she talk to you about this first? Well, no. yes, but in passing. Oh. Hey. <laughs> you are I t- half asleep. I tentatively, <laughs> yes, this is one of you those. You are half asleep and you agreed to something that you didn't even this know what you This coming Saturday, we go ah. out there to some Christmas tree farm. Just like the Griswold family, and you walk out there, uh-huh. and then you saw it down. I, I'm not sure if it's BOS, bring your own saw or not. Uh huh. So you got to bring a saw or an axe, and then you go out there. And an then you, axe? No, you need to bring a saw. Then you, then you mount it, and you drag it, and... And then you hoist it up on the top of your car. You got to make sure you bring enough rope. I mean, is somebody going to help you with this? I feel like you need a little bit of help on this, Andy. Yeah, it's called alcohol. 
Besides oh, yes. that. It's Andy in the morning. Hi. We're talking real and fake Christmas trees. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Good morning. Hi. Hi. I am team fake. Yes. Mm. It's so much easier. Does everything I'm talking about sound harder? Didn't I just... Can you hear the stress yes, in my voice? Yes, it did. And I have dogs and cats, so there's no way I even think about getting a real tree. It is so hard. And then hard. with fake trees... I put up a few of them, but I feel like if I got a real tree, I'd only put up one. And I'll tell you what, my dog has never tried to pee on the artificial tree. Mm. I bring in the real tree. Oh. He's going to hoist the leg. Yeah. He's going to be like, that's my territory. Yeah, that's Sandy true. in the morning, hi. Real or fake Christmas tree? The debate is on. I apparently am uh, harvesting one this coming Saturday. Go ahead. I'm I'm with you. I usually try and wait a little longer on the live ones because I don't want them to die in my house. Yep. And I did that last year, and I waited a week or so after Thanksgiving, and they had a few Charlie Brown Christmas trees for like $100, and the fake trees were almost non-existent. So for the first time in my life, we had no Christmas tree last year. Oh, <laughs> oh no. my god! So you waited too so long. So don't wait too long. Exactly. And it wasn't that late. It was only a week or two. Did you end up decorating no. something else? I, I mean, I know that sounds silly, but I know people who have decorated like ladders or... I no, mean, or I didn't chair. go that extreme. We, we decorated the living room, you know, fireplace, that kind of Stuff. Yeah, yeah. No tree. So it's a delicate balance of uh, too early versus too late. Okay, thank you for the call. Yep, no problem. What are they even saying? They're saying that Christmas trees, both real and artificial, are going to cost anywhere between 10 and 30% more. There's a smaller selection this year. So to your point, if you wait too long, yeah, you may like not find one at all. I'm going to have to do this soon now, it looks like. Real or fake trees, man. Real sounds like a lot of work, and it's going to be mine. Yep. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Wanted to do a quick recap of our underwear run that took place on Saturday. Thank you to all of those who participated, nearly 30 listeners, along with Aaron's House for Grieving Children. Uh, fantastic nonprofit here in town that helps families that deal with sudden loss. So kids, teenagers, a loss of a parent, maybe a sibling, a loved one, and especially that always means more this time of year as you head into the holidays where there's a lot of emotion attached. Over 800 families, they help out here in our area, and we raised $2,500 and still counting because uh, the donations are still open because some listeners implied that they would donate if I actually did the underwear run. Yeah, you had to go through with it. Which, which I did do on Saturday. Very humiliating, but I was out there. It was honorable. We made it sort of something less silly and more distinguished. Uh, thanks to the credibility of both Parkview Field helping us out and, of course, uh, Aaron's House, along with all of our listeners who donated and or ran. So I thought it was really good. Some people are already talking about uh, wanting to do it next year. The funniest moment for me, Andy, was when you uh, ripped your... My tearaway your pants? Your tearaway pants off. That, that, was, that was great and shocking. It was I'm, great. I'm okay. Uh, we have uh, some leftover pairs of Andy's... Underwear, underwear. Arm, yeah, for our, from our group that we may have to figure out something to do with. I had some friends reach out to me, and they all want a pair. Yeah, well, yeah. they make great stocking stuffers. Yes. Yeah, they do. Oh, speaking of that, can can we just get to that modesty sock? Uh-huh. Um, I know I'm probably veering away from the conversation. No, no, here. no. This, these are all the questions people want to know. But I did. Somebody asked me over the weekend, "How did that modesty sock work out for you?" And I'm like, "I guess it worked out okay. I didn't hear anything about it. So did." Did you do it? I, Did it stay in there yes. for the entire run? Yes. And so I wore, you didn't chafe. 
because they were worried about you chafing too, Andy. That's fair. That's <laughs> oh my fair. gosh. I saw so many. So the farmer's market is also yes. going on. Yep. at uh, Parkview, Parkview Field the morning that we were doing the underwear run. And a lot of people were in like sweatpants or tights and then they put boxers over it mm-hmm. or night shirts over their yes. attire. One woman did run in a sports bra. She did. And some tidy whities Andy. She had some tidy whities on and she was sporting it. I mean, I was like, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. She was, and she was hauling too. She was running fast. Well, she fence. was cold, Andy. She was booking. I, I took a picture, a selfie with her. I was very, very she, excited yeah, to see somebody she, out there like that. Yes, me too. Because I'm mean, the only one that looked, I mean, I was the only one saying anything, but let's go back to the modesty socks. So yeah, I let's had, go back to that. I had two pairs of underwear on. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you couldn't tell. So I had the uh, first pair was really tight and snug as if I would wear it if I was performing at like a Chippendale event on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, boy. Okay. And And that that one had the modesty sock in there for security reasons. Okay. And then, so there's that. And then I put over it the Andy army, you know, the underwear yeah, that we had made that we gave away. from yes. Inkworks that provided us with the graphics. So so I was sporting a double pair and uh, no chafing. It was only one lap. But once I got done running, I actually was kind of hot. Yeah. You know, I did not want to dive back into the warming area that no. we had near the batting cages. I was really surprised you stood out there for a good like 10 minutes talking to, I mean, we waited for everybody to cross the finish yep. line and we cheered them on and you were right out there. You didn't immediately put on a jacket or a pair of pants. I should have though. God, it's not a sight to be seen, but I did it. I wanted to uh, honor our bet and some folks are already talking about making it an annual tradition. Other mm-hmm. charities won in on the underwear run. I've gotten some notices about See, that. I knew that was coming. I knew that was going to be coming. We would get some more people wanting to be a part of it. And more people eventually, I think, are curious about if we are going to continue to do that and if we will continue to do it in November. (laughs) My vote is maybe we move it to June or July when it's a little bit warmer outside and not not so freezing cold. Uh, We got to come up with another bet. Oh, God, no. We got to come up with another bet. Nope. This time you got to lose straight up. No. That would be great. Sandy in the morning, it is Magic 95.1. Cad had a stranger come up to her and ask her this this weekend. I'll tell you what it is here in just a second. Reminder, I've just been looking this up. The Toboggan Run in my hometown of Angola, Pokagon State Park. Reminder, that opens on Black Friday for the first time, 10 a.m. Snow or no snow, it doesn't matter. It opens on November 26th and runs through February 27th. 90,000 riders every year run through the Toboggan Run. The top recorded speed, as I look it up this morning, 42 miles per hour. Oh, my gosh. I've done that once, and it was a little bit scary for uh, me and my boys because you're on the platform, you put your toboggan down at at the top of the hill, and then all of a sudden they release a lever and boom, you just go straight Straight down. down. It's kind of a teeter-totter. you got to get that system of somebody bringing the toboggan back to the top of the run for you. you do. All All right, right, so this weekend, time of the setup, a stranger approaches you. What happens? Yeah, so I was in in Target over the weekend back in the electronics, and I ran into a couple couple that uh, are listeners of the show, Judy and Steve, they enjoy listening, and um, they said, hey, Kat, how you doing? And I reach over like I normally do, and I, I gave him a big hug because I know him, um, gave him a big hug, and right behind him, there was this gentleman that looked like 
someone uh, about the age of my grandpa. He was wearing a flannel shirt and we make eye contact. He looks at me and I notice he's kind of looking at me funny. And um, I catch him looking at me once again. We made eye contact and he comes over and he said, excuse me. He said, um, can I have a hug? What? And I thought that was strange. I thought that was very strange that amidst, you know, me catching up with Judy and Steve, he kind of walked over and interrupted our conversation yes. to ask for a hug. And I stopped, I paused, and I looked at Judy and Steve, and I was like, okay. So I reached over, and I gave him a hug, too. And I smiled at him, and he said, thank you so much. So as I'm wrapping up my conversation with Judy and Steve, they leave. I'm in the aisles of Target. That same guy walks back up to me in oh, his no. flannel shirt. Okay. And he taps me on the shoulder and he says, I just want you to know this is a very difficult time of year for me. I lost my daughter and you look just oh, like her. No. And you act just like her. Oh, no. And I really needed that. I oh. really needed that hug. He said, I know that that might sound strange. Sure. He said, but I just want you to know, thank you. You really made my day. See? And, guys, you just don't know. You don't know what people are going through during this time of year. You don't know what kind of week they've had. And what I thought was kind of a strange thing, I hesitated but did it anyway, just meant the world to this guy. Yeah. Look, I got to tell you, I mean, that's that sums up Kat in a nutshell. The difference between her and I is, I mean, I would do it, but I'd feel so odd about it. And mm -hmm. you feel, uh, I'm so glad you did it because it's so in your I, personality. You, you know, you that's never so know. you. You never know what that other person is going through. So, I mean, you know, that just kind of warmed my heart. I'm just like, gosh. You that's just... a great takeaway from the weekend if you can do that for somebody and it doesn't require... Anything other than a, a just, quick embrace. Yeah, just a, a quick hug. So, um, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, just be kind. Be kind this holiday season. You just never know. Sandy in the morning. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Kat and I are still talking about the great holiday debate, real or fake, when it comes to trees. In my house, somehow, some way, I have lost the argument that I had been winning in our marriage, or I was team artificial. Yep. I am team. I'll let daddy assemble it. Everybody leave daddy alone for two hours. Yep. I will build the tree. I will fluff the tree. I will make sure there's no holes in the tree. And, and then let everybody else decorate you it. You decorate it. Yep. Daddy will go away. Instead, this year, for some reason, some way, Mel has called an audible <laughs> and not really consulting me. And we have an appointment this Saturday at a Christmas tree farm. You know, I don't know. Some guy just hands you a saw and you go out in their backyard and, you know. You go cut down a tree. I, I'm sure I'll teach my kids a few words there because I'm not the greatest handyman by any stretch of the imagination. You'll I get to fall out your man card this weekend, Andy. Uh, this is exciting. So we're talking about, you know, what's better, real or fake trees? And I'm sure people are strong in their argument one way or the other. Usually if you're like me, your team lazy means you're artificial and you're somehow more in the holiday spirit if you're team real. You're team real in your house. Oh, we are team real this year and we have been in the last couple of years, but I am still, I mean, in my heart, I'm still team artificial yes. just simply because of the ease of it. Ease. I drag it up from the basement. I can assemble it on my time. That's I right. could stop in the middle of it, That's you know, right. and come back to it. And let's be real, I'm the one that ends up decorating the thing anyway. Right. So I'd rather who, do it on my yes, time. I'm the one who ends up watering this dang thing. Anyway, uh, so there's that. And then I love to always talk to listeners who, who don't have a tree. 
and they they decorate something else. Yeah. They just come up with some other family tradition, you know, kind of like on Festivus had the pole on Seinfeld. Some people decorate a ladder. Some people decorate a lamp that's really or big. Or a wall. They get like a blank yes. wall and they uh, put command strips up there and put tinsel and little ornaments up. So, so I also love to know uh, what you decorate in your house that isn't a tree because frankly, those are fascinating phone calls. Mm-hmm. It's Andy in the morning. Hi, Team Real or Fake? Go ahead. Team Real all the way. <laughs> What is it? The smell? Is it just the smell? Light a candle. It's the smell. And, you know, you say, oh, it sounds stressful. It sounds like an experience. Oh. Making memories. It's a tradition. <laughs> it's a tradition and a story to tell later. Oh, it sounds like an My argument I lost. I mean, do you have to, don't you have to water it with that funnel? I just, I don't put anything in my water and it usually lasts pretty long. Now, but, where do you get your tree at? Um, I live in Bern, so it's south of Burn Sickles Tree Farm. Okay. okay. So, so you do the, do you go out there with a saw and cut it down? They usually have a bunch of saws that you yeah, take and go and saw it down. Okay. All right. And then you got to drag it to your car and somebody <laughs> helps you mount it and They put it in a net for you so yeah. That's yeah. nice. All that contained. net thing is great. I know. That net that net invention is fantastic. All right. Thank you for the call. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Andy, in the morning, now you decorated something other than a tree last year. Is that right? So last year, we did not have a Christmas tree. Okay. Uh, we have these bars that separate our living room and our kitchen and our apartment. And I took green garland and made like a Christmas tree and the shape on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hung little ornaments on it. Oh, See, I idea. think that's a win, man. Because here, yeah. what did Cal was mentioning something earlier? Some people just put up like a light projection against a wall of a tree. Yep, and they just hang decorations like I don't know on the wall, and uh, then when they're done to tear it down, they just turn the light off, which which is a win. If you ask me, we just didn't want to deal with all that mess. Right. Yeah. No, who does? Who needs more things this time of year? Nobody. Exactly. I like it. Thank you for the call. Andy in the morning. Hi. Kat tells me that uh, you are team parking lot tree. Is that right? Yes. We tried one year to go out and actually do the Griswold thing. Yes. But most of the trees that were out there that you got to look at were awful. They were like Charlie Brown trees. (laughs) (laughs) We go to the parking lot, and, I mean, they've got them all cut down. You, they'll hold them up for you and spin them around. Yes, they've already done the work. Yep, you pick what you want. They cut the, t- the fresh end off of it. They drill it at the bottom so that you can put your stand up in it. They net it. They tie it to your roof. All you got to do is take it down when you get home. I know, I know. But I got to go out there and prove some sort of chest hair manhood thing to my wife. You know what? You're going to spend like three hours out there because Violet's going to want one tree and Hudson's going to want a different tree. Are you kidding? Violet won't get out of the car. (laughs) Violet will be like mud. Mud on the ground. Oh, no. No, Dad, just come back in 10 minutes with Coco. Yeah. Yeah, Mike is going and love looking and picking it out. But yeah, yeah, the cut it down thing is a big pain that took us the three hours you could have had at home and decorated that's already. That's thank right. You. That's what it, you speak with a voice that I understand. Sanity. That's what I hear. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. It's Andy in the morning. What do you decorate in your house that isn't a tree? And if you do do tree, are you team real or fake? It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. This year, I have seemingly lost the debate somehow as to what tree we're getting in our house because mm-hmm. my wife informed me over the weekend that back in October, she got online early and got uh, a reservation for this coming Saturday morning 
to go to a Christmas tree farm, mm-hmm. and we are going to harvest a Christmas tree in our house. I I am team artificial. I have one in a box. I fluff it. I put it together. Yep. You drag it, it down. It doesn't from require the water. Yep. But this year, she grew up with a live tree, so we're going to uh, give this a whirl. Mm-hmm. And I'm always curious if you ever have like the Griswold moment where you find like a, a squirrel living in your tree or some other yeah. animal had or a bird. Bird one year. So how did, when, at what point did you realize a bird was in your oh, tree? Oh, when the animals tried to crawl up in the tree to get it. That's when the little, I mean, it was so little. I don't even know how that thing got in there. Like, I don't know if it hatched in there and it just kind of like hung on for dear life when we brought it home did you hear, or did what? It, you know, did it no, chirp? we really didn't chirp or hear it, but it did. I mean, we did find it in the tree and it was still alive. So we took it out in the backyard and released it because it was just a little, little bitty guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, See, the animals the went crazy. 260-467-9500. So 260-467-9500. The thing that was living in your real tree. Sandy, in the morning, hi, what do you got? I am team artificial. Smart. Okay. Only because I used to get a real tree because it was a fun experience for the kids. But one day I came home after work and... There were baby praying mantis all over my walls, all over my house. No. I mean, like 500, 1,000, like all over. Oh, my gosh. I could not deal with that. I can't handle that. No. Like, I just don't do good with that stuff. I mean, do you hire an exterminator? What do you do to get rid of all that? Um, We, my husband took care of it. He, I was like, get him out. He got the shot back. And just went around all the house, and then we got a different shot back. Did you get a different tree? And then you got a different <laughs> shot back. That's funny. Did you get a different tree? Yeah. I uh, said, get that out of my house right now. Yeah. yeah. You, you got a double dip. So there's a Christmas where it's $200 worth of tree. That's right. Or more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. 260. Yeah. 467. Get a new shot back. 9500. <laughs> That's so funny. If you oh guys uh, found anything in your tree, because we're going to go team live this year, and I'm not. I'm you got to make sure that you get all those dead needles out. You know, you got to beat it on the sidewalk before you bring it in and make sure you get all those needles out of it. And hopefully if there's anything still in there, because I think that's the problem. We didn't like beat our tree. Don't they shake it though? Don't they? I thought they I mean, shook it. You shake it a little bit. That bird must have just it... been like hanging on for dear life in there or I... stuck in between the branches. Yeah, I thought they put it in that machine that, you know, puts the netting around it. Yes, they do. Don't Doesn't that same machine shake it first? Oh, no, we were, I mean, we got ours at Menards. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. It was at Menards. We shook the tree and then we shoved it through that little netting machine ourselves. Yeah. Like nobody helped us. I thought they had a, I thought you shook it. I thought they had a shaking machine. A- Andy in the morning. Hi, real quick. Go ahead. Hi, good morning. I was just going to comment on uh, the animals or critters in a tree. Yeah, yes. what you have? We had a Christmas tree. <laughs> We had a, Chris, a live Christmas tree, and uh, towards the end of the season when it was ready to come down, I had all these little cocoons that all of a sudden hatched oh, and no, were gross. all over my room. Oh, and you no. have never seen a tree come down faster than that one did. Oh, and I'm sure. I have, not had a, I have not had a real tree since then. See, so these are the I'm stories I need to share. All the way. Yeah. Yes, because you know what? <laughs> You know the, you the artificial never tried to attack you. That's right. Or like produce something <laughs> right. living out of it. Thank you for the call. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. Thank you to all of those who donated and or ran at our first underwear run. Maybe there's more underwear runs in the future. 
Parkview Field on Saturday. I paid off the bet Saturday morning to benefit Aaron's house. We raised $2,500 and still counting. The donations are still up because some people want to make sure I went through with it before they donated. So mm-hmm. maybe we can get close to three grand. That would be great or more as we head into, of course, a difficult holiday season for many. And so uh, Aaron's house helps family, ch- kids, uh, if they lose like a brother or sister or a parent. And of course, the holidays make that even harder. Over 800 families. And so far, we have enough to benefit them a little bit with each of them uh, getting something as a holiday kit, a uh, family activity to do because of us and the donations we've run raised from the underwear run. Very excited about that. We'll talk more about that throughout the morning. I have a a decent trivia question this morning. I think it's a little bit of a stumper. A little bit of a stumper here. Okay, you guys ready? Our number in advance is 260-467-9500. Magic trivia. Playing today for what, Kat? We've got a family four-pack of tickets to the Festival of Gingerbread. That's at the History Center. It runs November 26th through December 19th. 56% of us Let's just round up. Uh, 60% of us say Thanksgiving will be ruined if this happens. If there isn't any blank. It's a tricky one, guys. I'm telling you, it's tricky. 260-467-9500. I'll repeat it. Close to 60% of us say Thanksgiving will be ruined if this happens. If there isn't any blank. I'll tell you what I guessed. Turkey. Yeah. Not right. Stuffing? Nope. Nope. Okay. I will let you know it's uh, it's tricky. It's tricky. Andy in the morning. Hi. What's your guess? Family drama. Family drama is not right. Thank you for the call. Oh, usually man. usually try to avoid that. Yeah, but don't you spend a lot of the time on the drive home talking about, I can't believe they did this. And did you hear what they said? Andy in the morning. Hi. What's your guess? Is it enough chairs? Oh, oh, that's a good guess. Oh, so solid. Gosh. That is not right, but great guess. Thank Thanks. You. I tell you what, there never is. No, there never. never is enough chairs. The house is seven hundred degrees, and you're right. Andy, in the morning. Hi, what's your guess? Hi, is it any football? Mm, no, not right. Thank you mm. for the call. Uh, let's see, Andy, in the morning. Hi, what's your guess? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie (laughs) is not right. Thank you for the call. It's tricky. This answer is tricky. Andy, in the morning, hi. What's your guess? I'm going to say snow. Mm, That's not right. No. It does get you in the mood to the holidays. Do you guys have any family traditions? We used to play like a Thanksgiving football game with the family. Uh, We would play euchre. Okay. After dinner. I still, I've lived in this state most of my life. I have no idea how to play that game. Andy in the morning. Trump, I'm going in alone. (laughs) Andy in the morning. Hi, what's your guess? I thought that was very, very tricky, but yes, you're exactly right. 60% of us say... I I would agree. Yeah, they love Thanksgiving, but they think the food even tastes better the next day, and it would be ruined if they did not have any leftovers. Wow. Absolutely. Very good. Do you do like the turkey sandwich the next day? Is that what you do? 
Oh, yeah, to use your leftover cranberry sauce. Yeah, okay, huh? that's what I thought. Yep. All right. Sorry. All right, hang on for me, okay? All right. We're going to grab some information, hook you up with the Gingerbread Festival. Magic Trivia, it's Andy and Kat, Magic 95.1.